Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Today is Monday, March 10th. Hello to all of you out there in TV land. I don't know where my partner is yet. I did see him sign on to Skype about five minutes ago, but he has not joined me as of yet here on the switchboard. Uh, I see those of you we've been talking about in the chat room. Uh, Rich Peverly apparently collapsed during the Stars-Blue Jackets game, and it looks like the Blue Jackets are leaving the ice. I, don't, I just put the game on here on Game Center, so I don't know uh, what point of the game they're at, but I see the Blue Jackets are leaving the ice, so I don't know what, uh, what's going on there. Good evening to all of you in the chat room. I see we have some old friends back. Mandar is here. Dig Deep is here. Good to see you guys. Wazili, of course. Rangers 123. Brand 394 is here. Glad to see all you guys. Big win yesterday for the Rangers against the Red Wings. 3 nothing win as Henrik Lundqvist gets his 300th career victory. And now I see in the game, looks like the Stars are leaving the ice as well. Hey, there's Brandon Dubinsky. Dubinsky. Anyway. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist <clears throat> matches Eddie Jockman for all-time wins, and pretty soon he will pass the great Mike Richter on that list, so congratulations to him. Uh, this was coming off what I thought was a fairly ugly win on Friday night against Carolina, but when you've lost three games in a row and you're not playing well, sometimes it takes an ugly win to kind of turn the ship around, and that's pretty much what I thought Friday night was. An ugly win to kind of right the ship. And then they come out yesterday and played a real good game. Uh, got a, <clears throat> McDonough and, and uh, Stepan each had two assists. Uh, Kreider with two goals. Sorry, a little distracted here by the Stars game. Uh, and I'm still looking to check, check to see where Eddie is. Let me just look at the uh, switchboard here. Well, he is online... Let's see. Hold on. Let me try something here. Add to. Let me see if I can 
See if I can get him on the line here. We'll try Skyping him. Maybe he's having trouble dialing in. Uh, he's had some uh, he's had some technical issues today, which we will get to. Uh, the unfortunately, the Sam Rosen uh, tribute that most of you were waiting on uh, will not happen tonight. We had a Eddie's computer has crashed. And he with it along with the Sam Rosen tribute. So he's trying to he was trying to back it up to his and hopefully uh, save it for us. I don't know. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Can you guys still hear me? I want to make sure I didn't lose you here. Can you hear me? Let me know in the chat room if you guys can hear me. Okay. Howie says yes. All right. So we're waiting on Eddie. Hopefully he will be along shortly. Uh, looks like did they blow the did they did they send the the uh, did they send the teams into the locker room? Did they call the end of they're going to shorten the period here? What are they doing in Dallas? If uh, I don't have the volume up, so I'm not. I see the referees are leaving the uh, leaving the ice now. So <clears throat> so I don't know. We were supposed to have this Sam Rosen tribute tonight. Now we don't have that, and I don't have Eddie. We've got the two games to talk about. If you guys want to call in, 646-478-4692 is the number. We have not seen the debut of Rafael Diaz yet. Still still awaiting that. And, uh, yeah, whatever you guys want to talk about. If you want to call in. Thanks, Mandor. Always nice to see you. I missed you like I missed hemorrhoids. Uh... Hang on one second for me, guys. Got a little technical problem here with the switchboard. Bear with me a second. Sorry. All right. Yes, Mandar, I get the reference. Howard Cosell on the odd couple. Of course I get the reference. What do you think? I'm not new here. Still no Eddie. I don't know where he is. And now I don't know how to... There we go. All right, I'm back. I thought Eddie was trying to call into me, and and then I lost I lost Eddie, and I lost the switchboard. So I don't know. I don't know exactly where he is. Let me try this one more time, see if I can get him on the line here. Just bear with us. I think I got him here on the switchboard. Eddie, are you there? No, it's Margaret. Oh, hey, Margaret. How are you? How are you doing? You don't sound like Eddie. Is it Eddie now? No. Your number looks like his... uh, And since I've been trying to get him on 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 Skype here, I thought maybe that was him calling from his house... Well you, well, you ain't getting me on Skype, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the game last, yesterday afternoon. Awful quiet there yesterday. Those early games, uh, very yeah. quiet at the Garden. It was, and, um, you know, that's what uh, Dolan gets when he turns the place into uh, the, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and the real fans don't get uh, to voice their opinion because they can't afford the goddamn seats, but that's neither here nor there. Um, 
I don't know why everybody's getting themselves. I, I, I'm reading things like, um, what the heck is the name of that? Blue Sea Blogs or whatever, and people over there are like, you know, tickled to death that the Rangers are in second place, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, people are happy about yesterday's game. And the way I saw it, the Rangers were playing the Grand Rapids Griffins. They didn't have Zetterberg, they didn't have Dotson, they didn't have Cleary, they didn't have Samuelson. And so they really, I don't think it was really a, a true test of playing Detroit Red Wings because they weren't really playing the Detroit Red Wings. And I thought that other than the first period where the Rangers were um, winning faceoffs, uh, uh, they won uh, 75% of the faceoffs in the first period, um, I thought the rest of the game was pretty even. Um, and, you know, Boyle scores his fifth goal of the season. I got up to the little but it's nice to see. And then I turn around to the kid who sits next to us, and I said, uh, how long has it been since Kreider scored a goal? Son of a bitch, he scored two goals right after I said it. So I said, you know, I should keep thinking along these lines. Um, the thing that's really bothering me is uh, since I went to the Chicago game, Rangers played get great. That was the first game back after the uh, Olympic break. They, they will look phenomenal in that game. And then all of a sudden, Cam Talbot is riding pine, and uh, AV is trying to uh, put Lindquist in an early grave. I don't get it. Why did they not start him in one of the other two games that they had to play back-to-back? Makes no sense. Um, other than that, as far as the Callahan trade goes, my, my thoughts are Ryan Callahan's agent should be fired, and uh, I think that uh, he did the kid a great disservice. Um, and it's funny how everybody thought it was just over money and it was over the no-movement clause, but I think that uh, Callahan cut off his nose to spite his face. Uh, I don't think he's going to get anywhere near the kind of a tr- contract that Sather offered him, and uh, I don't see him coming back to New York with his tail between his legs either. Um, uh, what about St. Louis? The jury's still out on him. We'll see what he does. But other than that, things are okay in Margaret's world. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Uh, Callie played chicken with a guy you don't play chicken with. I think that's what it came down to. That's right. Uh, and how many? <laughs> Sather will never blink first because dead men don't blink. <laughs> but, you know, how many times do these guys have to see this happen? It happens. Anybody gives them, you know, give them a hard time in arbitration, Dubinsky, bing, done. You don't, you have to learn from history. You don't repeat it. So I think it was very foolish of, of Callahan, unless his long-term goal is to wind up in Buffalo, uh, closer right. to his family. And if that's what his long-term goal is, then, you know, muzzle cough to him, that's that's nice and everything. But uh, despite what everything that's happening uh, uh, at uh, the world's most quiet arena, I do have to say that really, and Eddie is going to jump on me for this, but... People should really take pity on the poor Islander fan. Have you ever seen such a hot mess in your life? I cannot, I can't believe what's going on there. It's it's truly, you know, all things considered, hockey fans are a breed apart. And uh, in that, <laughs> we, we have like certain... <laughs> the chat room was said, as soon as you said that, I saw boom in the chat room. We'll never so, take pity on the Islanders and their fans, Margaret. Never. Come on, we, we all have a certain, you know, we we we're fans of 
of a sport that's what the fourth or fifth or, or sixth sport in this country. And so in that sense, we have a certain brotherhood going on. But it's just criminal what has gone on there. And uh, I have an event that I have to attend at Hofstra next weekend, and it's an all-day event I have to work. And at the end of the day, the Islanders are playing Buffalo. How's that for a, a two bottom feeders? And I said wow. to one of my friends, you know, we could probably walk up to the box office and get tickets for about 29 cents. You want to go? <laughs> just go, <laughs> just, to see just, go the- just go to the Getty Station near Nassau Coliseum, and they'll probably give you a couple of tickets for free if you get eight <laughs> gallons of gas. <laughs> Hang on one second, Margaret. I think I, I think I might have Eddie. Eddie, is that you? Are you on the line? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? We're gonna feel bad for the New York Islanders. <laughs> Where were you in the eighties? When I was getting beat down. I was beat down in the streets of the mean streets of whole Brooklyn when they won four years in a row. I took it. I took it like a man. And now I want them out. Get out, go to Brooklyn. You couldn't draw here. Get out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> those egotistical Alma fans, all I heard is that we could trust you. They play me, did the bit. I had to take it all. And I don't care. I got no pity for them. We said goodbye to some franchises. We'll say goodbye to them. Bad luck. Eternity. By, by the way, for, uh, Eddie has joined us. <laughs> I just you know, saw I, the end of that. I actually, I, you know, we, you often make a joke in sports about I would trade this guy for a bag of pucks or this guy would get traded for a bag of pucks. The headline in the Daily News last week literally was Isles trade Vanek for a bag of pucks. <laughs> wow. Wow. The Mets, they're cursed now. They're, they really are. They joined the Mets and, uh, you know, other teams hey, were interested. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan, too. But you got to admit, some freaky things happen in Metville, and some freaky things are happening over there in the, the mausoleum with Tavares now getting out for the year. That's kind of Mets luck. That's Matt Harvey luck. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm glad I wound you up, Eddie. I love it when you get apoplectic like that. It's great. Well, let me tell you something. You talk Islanders and, and forgiveness. There's a no forgiveness policy with me and them. <laughs> Listen, Ed, did they say magnanimous in victory and gracious in defeat, huh? <laughs> oh, not me. <laughs> I, I'm just emotionally scarred, really. That's basically it. It's an emotional issue with me. Uh, just uh, Leap the leg, Johnny. I, I just can't. I can't have pity. I, I, I see what you're saying, you know, as a hockey brotherhood, we should all embrace and lift each other up. I can't lift those people. I saw, you know, what's funny, I saw a kid with an arm the jersey in uh, the restaurant this afternoon, and I was saying to myself, what an asshole. How do you know Like, I, I, child abuse. I, I felt bad for the kid. I was like, who's raising him? He, he wears this. Raise my wolves. Stray dogs. And Hempstead, perhaps. I don't know. On Hempstead Turnpike. Who knows what's racing them over there? You know, the newbie in Health Spa and the Papa John's across the street that this, you wouldn't. Even, come on. It's, it's like a, it's a dangerous neighborhood over there, too. 
But give yeah. it a break. I mean, it's right next to a college. Imagine giving seventy moving, kids to college. They're moving to beautiful Brooklyn next year. Nobody's going to go in to watch the game. So I don't know what's happening. This is over there. That's all money. They're not, they're not going to go. You know, it's not going to go. I mean, look, look at the – honestly, guys, seriously, because I've debated this amongst people. People think that the Islander fan that's based in Nassau and Suffolk is going to travel to Brooklyn. I totally disagree with that. I, I do, too. I don't think they have a shot in hell of getting anybody in there. Take the train to go see them? Yeah. You're going to change Jamaica to see them? Ah. Never. Hey, did you did you see the thing about Yager? They were asking Yager a question about why he doesn't retire, and he said, <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> if I don't play hockey, I'll just get fat. And I said something to somebody like, no, you got Marty to do that. Yeah, really. Yeah. Listen, I got I got some exciting news for you, boys. Uh, in a couple of weeks, well, actually, two and three weeks, three weeks uh, in the end of April, I'm going to be traveling to uh, a few Eastern European countries, and I'm going to be making like a a hockey pilgrimage. So I might be able to post some photos when I get back. Uh, one of my friends is a Slovak. And I was asking him about, you know, different places. And I'm going to go to a town called Trenchin, which is the home of none other than Marion Gabrick. And he, oh. has, yeah, he's built a hockey arena. He has like a kids charity, and he supports youth hockey in Slovakia. Uh, a lot of good that did them in the Olympics. Um, oh, but well. I'm going to go over and uh, and uh, take a, a shot of that. And then I'm also going to be in Prague, and I'm going to hook up with this guy that the hockey road knows in Prague. I'm going to see if I can look him up. So it should be a pretty interesting um, interesting trip. Uh, I've never been to Eastern Europe before, so uh, it should be fun. Uh, the only thing is it's uh, during the first round of the playoffs. So it's good luck for the Rangers because I won't be watching. <laughs> no, let me tell you. Well, yeah. Are you going to be traveling under Margaret or your, uh, your underground name, Tanya, while you're in the Eastern um, Bloc? I think in all things considered, I'd better not have any terrorist ties <laughs> name. I'll just go as, as who I am, you know what I mean? I don't want anybody yeah. to pull me off the and uh and uh you know strip searching me, God help them. And, and, and speaking about Gabrick, let me tell you something, folks. They better build a statue out of Madison, outside of Madison Square Garden about that. How did this guy get forty goals under Tortoroa? How did he get twice? Right? Twice? Twice. And, and yes, kill He's killed the Sabines, this guy. And Gabby managed to get 40 goals twice as a Ranger. Build a statue. Listen, did you hear that Artem Anisimov was one of the NHL players of the week? 18 goals, 12 assists. Yeah, I know. It's like, what he is couldn't it? crack our fourth line. He <laughs> went first line to fourth line in, in a week, in a minute. It's, it's Pascal Dupuyitis. Everybody that yep. leaves the Rangers goes on to – and you know what? Everybody's saying now that uh, L.A.'s got Gabrick that they'll, you know, have a much better shot at, you know, getting into – you know, getting the playoffs and, and really going far. So, you know what? Gabrick could turn around and have a Stanley Cup ring and be thumbing his nose at all the Rangers. Well, I think his problem is with Tortorella, and we're seeing that's happening everywhere. I mean, I don't want to mention this guy too much because he's in the past, but it just goes to show you this guy is just – what an ass. 
<laughs> and did you see Old Chick give him a dig last night on the NBC broadcast about Kreider? He said, you know, Kreider has been asked to do, you know, is being encouraged to do what he does best, not told what he doesn't do. And that's mm-hmm. what Tortorella was, was all about, what you don't do, or, you know, basically offense. You know, so, uh, so anyway. With, one question for you guys. Do you think uh, State is going to be able to retain Stall or what? Um, probably, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think the, I think the Girardi signing, I think the defense is uh, taking precedence here, and I think they need to have – it would be uh, hard-pressed at this point to find somebody Mark Stoll's caliber, even though he has a little bit of injury problems, to replace him. Uh, I mean, unless he doesn't go – if he goes crazy with the money, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Magoo's going to flip his lid and say, bye-bye. He doesn't care. Ryan Callahan, fan favorite, you want six, seven million? Bye-bye. Yeah. You know, you know I, I, the thing that pissed me off was that he has to get give up a first and second round, and the second round could turn into a first round if they make it to the conference finals. I thought Callahan for San Luis straight up. I, I don't go for the pick stuff. I, I think that was giving up way too much for that. Well, they had the Rangers kind of a corner because you don't know if Callahan is going to sign at the end of the year. So, yeah, I think he overpaid, but. It is what it is, and uh, you know that's my favorite my favorite saying, and we'll deal with it. I know that uh, now. I don't know uh, Leslie Treffle we had on the show last week said she didn't like it either, but she said something. What did she say? Something about Callahan? Callahan? Something that didn't get reported anywhere. Said he but apparently said Callahan was. What, what was it? He had to go. Hadn't been good in the room for a while. That was true. Yep. Yeah. That's really? what she said. I mean, she's close to Gordy Clark, and she's in the know. So that doesn't – that's weird because that's well, something – who? who? If not him, who? Who is good? Hmm, I don't know. Ryan McDonough, perhaps. And is he something else? If somebody's going to put up a statue to somebody outside the garden, Bob we should Gainey. put – Bob Gating is right down I'm telling you, McDonough is just like, he's he's articulate. He knows how to maneuver around the media. Um, and, and three cheers to NBC for taking on, um, uh, <clears throat> what do you call it, um, Steve Albert. And I didn't have to listen to that when I saw the replay when I came home yesterday. I didn't yeah, have yeah, to annoy Steve, Doc Emery. Steve Albert. What, what is this, Sports Channel 1985? It's Kenny Albert. We're under the next generation of Alberts, Margaret. Come on! So many of them. I'm coming at you with the with the with the Ryan Gold pregame show with Steve Zabriskie. This is New York Mets baseball. (laughs) Steve Zabriskie. I just I'm I'm gonna go. I just gotta get in the shame. I gotta get in the shameless plug. You know the Rangers are doing this cruise to Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you upgrade the first yeah if you upgrade the first test you get the spray tan with Ron Dugay. No, no. I just want to listen. If anybody wants any information about it, you can get in touch with me. I'm on Facebook, M. Hurley. But here's the thing: I don't want people to be afraid that there's not going to be enough beer on the cruise. They've got a barge; they're pulling behind them, and it's just for Greshna. Everything's <laughs> 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 
Come on. Well, anyway, listen, you guys, good to talk to you, and uh, I'm going to continue wait, wait, wait. to listen to the. Sh- I want to listen to the show on my phone because I get better sound. So leave me on and uh, say oh, hi right, to everybody out out there hey, in the room. Bruce, is anybody know? I don't want to see Rod so bad. I don't want to see the Bruce. Tra- all the old pine is out there. Is any new who player going to be up there? Who do you think is going to be on the cruise? Stefan is going to be on the cruise. Brian will be the youngest they got on the cruise. I guarantee you, Mato and Glenn Anderson will be on that cruise. Guarantee. No, no. no it's Mato and Ron and 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 um and Graves and, and, and from the '94 team and from the uh, from the. Uh, the old Rangers, my Rangers, it's it's Duguay and Greshner. <laughs> I don't mind Greshner, but I mean Duguay. Good lord. Duguay. Yeah, I would. I think it would be more fun Where? if they had like if they did like a a New York area team cruise and they put like guy like Kenny Danico. He would be a lot of fun because he's he's a great guy. He's yep. a good guy. He knows he's like the devil. Guy, I can't. I'm like that It's going to look like a traffic cone with mahogany hair standing out on the poop deck there. Oh, going to be a uh, tiki guy like uh, the guy from uh, Love Boat, Isaac. If they were going to do a New York area cruise, what islander of the past would you want to see on the, the trip with them? I'll throw them overboard any of past. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ex Pat LaFontaine, the only one I don't know I'll sanction right now. Crap, Who what's got, going on with him? He left Buffalo or got fired or whatever happened up there. I don't know. What is, do you think that he's going to maybe, um, Wangle can Garth Snow and Pat LaFontaine? Did he, like, uh, uh, burn his bridge with the Islanders? Oh, the, no, they treated LaFontaine like shit. Yeah, they, they took they, away his alumni credentials and made him sit in like a folding chair on alumni night or something like. I mean, they yeah, were the best players in their history, and and, and they treated him like uh, like uh, Benoit Hogue or something. He says he goes to all the Ranger events. He loves the Rangers. Treat him with class. Well, I mean, they do. They do. They do. You're not welcome here. Leave me on the phone. I want to listen through the phone and say hi to everybody. And uh, nice to talk to you. Okay, Take care, thank Margaret. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye. You're not welcome here, Pavra Fontaine. <laughs> I'm lonely. You're not welcome here, Pat. <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy, did I come in with gangbusters. Oh, I'm so frustrated. Oh, boy. I was flipping out. You were calling me, and I was trying to. Oh God. Oh. So, uh, Robert Egg Foo Young over here. <laughs> <laughs> Archie Bunker called that guy at the He goes, "You say that same joke 15 years ago." <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right, hey, how so you doing, everybody? What, what do we know so far? We take no pity on the Islanders and their fans. Uh, this Rangers cruise will be a debacle. Oh, come on. I don't know, like a, a viewing party that's way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how hey, long can you that? You could throw him over <laughs> as a float. He's a piece <laughs> of styrofoam, his personality. I don't know. Do you really want to spend, like, five days at sea with... Stefan Mateau and Ron Duguay? 
mean, how, many, how many times can you ask him to tell the story about the goal he scored in '94? I've met everyone. Guys, I have no, I have no. Glenn Anderson's just going because he needs a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter eleven over there. Chapter seven, whatever the one is. I mean, you want to you want to you want to throw a cruise? Let's get Theo Fleury out there on the high seas. Let's Hi, get Kevin, right. Kevin Stevens. Let's get Dangerous Don Murdoch out there. Come on! Once Anderson. we get out there, <laughs> once we Derek get out there, international waters, all bets are off. <laughs> exactly. You got to get party people, not these fossils, these homeless people. Don Murdoch's young. You can't get a like a. You can't get anybody that's like current. They're not allowed to cruise with us. You put uh, uh, Zuccarello. Zuccarello goes. It's a party. Prasad goes. It's a party. Not Brad Richards. I don't party here. But these younger guys, uh, you know, I think they're 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 into the party thing. Hank! Hank goes, it's a sellout. Right. You get all these fossils from days, days of yore. Speaking of which, what's going on with John Rattel? What did the Rangers do to John Rattel? Why? What do you mean? I don't hear anything about John Rattel in the Rangers. He doesn't do you any of the alumni. He doesn't do anything. I don't think he does anything with the, with the Bruins either. I think he's... Uh, I read read an article about him somewhere that he's kind of gone into obscurity, leads a very private life. I mean, I don't even. I already forgot about him. This is not like Shaq. You didn't forget about him. We're talking talking about him now. If you saw Jean Rattel sitting right next, you wouldn't even recognize Jean Rattel now. I wouldn't. Nobody on this recognizes Rattel. But the other 35 knows what John Rattel even looks like. Come on. Steve Durbano, I would have liked to party with him. He, oh, he's dead. Bob Probert, I would have liked to party with him. Oh, he's dead. Um, <laughs> well, a good party was Gonzo. <laughs> Who was that goon on Montreal there, the guy that uh, fought the cops before he died in the hospital and his heart exploded? Cordic. John Cordick, that guy could party. Chris Nyland. Knuckles. He could, Knuckles, he could party. Well, that was, He's a that, was, that was an interview for the ages, weren't it? Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, he had Nyland on? Holy Christ. Link Gates, he could party. <laughs> what, what was the deal with Nyland? We talked to him for about a half an hour, and then he said, I'll call you back. And he called us yeah. back, and he was completely shit-faced. <laughs> Yeah, at his house. He was fishing, and then he... Cordic was in Nordique when he died, Cutter? Whatever. Just to correct the time. Frank, always beaten. Former guest of the show. Former guest of the show. Seldom beaten. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to him. Um, Who was the other guy... uh, Who was the other guy you had on? Joe Patterson. That's it. That's who I was trying to think of. He was like, why are you calling me? <laughs> he, was, he was the worst interview too. Other than that office staples I had on when I was doing the Ranger Crisis show, he was the worst. 
I made fun of the well, Islanders. That was, uh, Arthur Staple we had on was Blue Shirt Banner. He was t- oh, he was terrible. Remember he was he was moving or something like that, and he didn't want to call. Oh, I'm busy. And well, what the fuck did you agree to come uh, on the air for? We banked oh, on the Islanders. Set. Yeah. Come on, seriously. Who's going to those games? And Bernie Nichols trying to sell us those, uh, those uh, old cell phones. He <laughs> got all perturbed when we started making fun of the, the 94. Oh, he's in the crease. We played oh, the clip for him. He was... I was like, and then it, um, you remember when we had, uh, you remember when we had Bob Brook on and it was like, and it was like the most boring interview until we tried to get him off the phone and we couldn't shut him up. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. John O'Gronick. Oh, what a, he was, a, that was like not him? one of my, I never saw a guy so obsessed with his stats. He knew how he many goals that. he scored every year, and he Wouldn't knew this. <laughs> Wouldn't you? If I scored an NHL goal, I would know everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, 20 years Margaret. later, we're still talking about it? Come on. You played for Ted, Ted Sater. Get over it. No, I don't even think He's he good. played for Ted He didn't play for Ted Sater, I don't think. He was after that. And, uh, Kelly Kissio, him, and who else? Um, that was it. Can't think of it right now. Coach Paul Brian, aforementioned Brian Mullen, the youngest guy on that cruise at forty-eight. <laughs> Brian's had some health problems. <laughs> I don't know. If he, I don't know if he ought to be at sea. Did he have a shirt? Like a, I mean, it, 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 with the with the with the Glenn Anderson and the Brian Mullen. Oh, whatever. Get Eddie Johnstone out there. That's a party. There you go. Get some old. If you can get some old guys, get some fun old guys, like you said. Billy Andy Dippen. Don Furdock. Steve Vickers. Nah, he's too fat. He'll be battling me at the. Uh, the Emil, he'll be chasing his. Uh, his. Uh, <laughs> demented wife all around the freaking Lido deck. Katsi be arguing with everybody. Ovechkin to Crosby. Katsi. Yeah, that controversial show they got going. Oh, the con- it's the most, it's the most yeah. controversial yeah. show on the internet. Yeah, the only controversy is is whether that show should be on the internet. <laughs> should be on that. Take it off. <laughs> Nobody's out. They're only listening. Yeah, get a no one is listening. Don't promote yourself away. We know what we are here. We know we're a bunch of schmendricks that don't know Jack about Jack. We're not pretenders. Did you just say schmendricks? Yes. <laughs> well, you know, we're not pretending we know more than anybody else. No one's listening to us to find out the skinny. Make your jokes if you want on that. <laughs> so if your lips are wet and ready to go, hold on. Yeah. Controversy. Controversial. If Gary Batman any head hit. Gary Batman has made this like Oh, who wants to hear that every week? We all know that Gary Batman is useless. It's tits on a bull. (laughs) 
for the break. All right. So now, now before we before uh, you were able to join us, I did speak of the tragedy uh, that befell your computer today. Uh, oh, like okay. much like much like Rich Peverly, it collapsed behind the bench and <laughs> had to be taken had to be rushed to a hospital. Uh, so w- w- the Sam Rosen tribute is is temporarily postponed. What what an epic! Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Rosen. I've got the whole. Uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the PA announcer there? Uh, Tollison. Joe Tollison. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Rosen. The drums, the fatherly juices, and then all the clip. It's just comedy. Just left and right, Sam buffoonery. I had this great. I had this great intro written. I've still got it sitting here on my desktop. I know. I I, I feel so bad. I spent four days. I have to say. Probably like 32 hours making this thing, getting everything right and timed right and finding the clips and mixing it and remixing it and then. <laughs> I know you worked on that script. Can you Ladies just do the script? Sure, here you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Tonight we honor a ranger, a ranger legend in his own right, a broadcasting icon who has been associated with the Rangers since their first season at Madison Square Garden 3 on 8th Avenue and 49th Street. His famous call of Brian Hextall's overtime goal to win the Stanley Cup for the Rangers in 1940 is legendary. Who can forget that April night in Toronto 74 years ago? Sam Rosen famously saying, no more curses, no more 1933. It's the beginning of a Ranger dynasty. (laughs) We were hoping to have some of Sam's close friends here tonight for the celebration, but they were all dead. So instead, let's trudge out John McEnroe, Tim Robbins, Glenn Henderson, and Stefan Mateau. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrating 88 years of broadcasting abomination, please welcome Sam Rosen. That's good. <laughs> I even contact Zach Budnick, who does a good Joe Tollison interview. Uh, I mean, voice. He was going to do some stuff for me. I was going to merge your script with him. That was my thinking. Then it all got out of hand in the computer died. <laughs> no more than so now. <laughs> so now, yes, I, I love that. It was great, by the way. But I, what I want everybody, I, I'm going to, if you guys are in the chat room, if you can have any kind of audio device, record something very like, you know how when they, they talk to people like, they were like Steve Albert said, well, he's probably seen more Ranger games than anyone. Like say Get something. Steve Albert. Steve Albert, whatever. I mean, Kenny Albert. The big guy with the gigantic foreheads as big as the new scoreboard. Sorry, friend of the show. Anyway, why don't you say, you know, like, why don't we say, like, you know, when he blew that uh, Stanley Cup call, I think that was one of his finest moments. You know, like, say something very snarky, but say it very, you know, plainly, like it's serious. Like, uh, you know, his call of Zuccarello and calling him Fratello is something I'll never forget. 
you know, stuff like that. If we can get people to send in little clips like that, I could integrate them in the beginning as well, you know. Or, you know, whatever your favorite moment. I was listening to that. I was hysterical. I literally was crying. Now, did he really say Tam Calvert? Is this a is, is this is this actual? Because I I watched that game. I did not hear him say that. I think Roy, someone, are you lying to us? I think somebody tweeted me uh, during the game that he called him Tam Calvert and was praying that we'd have the clip. But I I uh, I don't remember. Uh, this was the game against two. Their first it had to be a loss, uh, right? Against uh, when he got creamed. Oh, he didn't. Get... I remember which game was it? Did he? Which game did he play just recently? Oh, I'm going blank. It was the. It was the Canes won before that game. Right? I'm losing it. Somebody think. Somebody think. Yeah, I'm just doing. I'm. I'm entertaining. Yeah, I can't think. Try. Trying to think, but nothing happens. Well, Blackhawks, they won. No, they, yeah, they won the Blackhawk game. That was their first game back after the Olympics. Talbot didn't play that night, did he? Or did he? he yeah, did. he did, actually. It was the, the Blackhawks game. Mandar's right. Right. It was All right. I'm gonna have to of course, it was rage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. So well, I'm going to try to get that game for one of my friends. I've got to hear him say that. I listened to it, and I didn't hear him say it, so I erased it. I saw it on Facebook. Anyway, Tam Calvert, Sam Rosen, 30 years of buffoonery. We salute you. Now, let's get down to business. Let's get down to beeswax. I'm going to tell you straight off, folks. I don't think the Rangers are playing all that well. I've got some problems. Uh-oh. i got problems with the lines. Get Haglin off that line. And, and, and Brad Richards, too. You get Marty St. Louis with, with somebody he can play with. I mean, Richards having a good season. Hagler isn't that great of a scorer. They're all, it seems like the whole team now revolves around Marty St. Louis all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't think they're playing that well. I don't like the lines. Uh, I, I feel like the focus is off the Zuccarello line. Now, granted, he's only been back two games. But that line was dominating uh, pre-Olympics. I think they really should, uh, you know, they should play a lot more, I think. I don't know. I'm not saying blow up the whole team. <laughs> Just saying, I think, you know, there's going to have to be a, uh, uh, you know, there's going to be an adjustment period, but I, I don't see how after have to go Marty St. Louis crazy all of a sudden. I like to see Zuccarello on the power play, too, on the first unit somehow. Work him in there. I know he doesn't have many power play points this year, but still. Uh, you know. And Waz is on Rick Nash. Uh, he's the only leading team goal scorer. Let's get on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mandar's right. Derek Dorsett, double D. Get out. I'm going to kick you with my, dub, my, my, <laughs> my triple E feet. Get out. Stink. How about Chris Kreider? Stop taking stupid penalties. He's a stupid penalty machinist, kid. Always in the third period. 
take stupid penalties. You don't unnecessarily. You don't have to take them. Anyway, I'm just free floating. This is free floating anxiety right now. Oh, nice George Carlin reference. Yes. Rafael Diaz. I mean, is he even practicing with the team? What's going on with Rafi? He's down at Tijuana. I love the rest. <laughs> and I, I, and I, was, I got so I much positive feedback up. from last week's show. We did get feedback? Positive feedback. Oh, Put a little louder. Let's be a little louder. People, people thought it was hysterical. All right, wait. Cue the, cue the Rafi Diaz again. Ocho Start Stinko. Over. Start over. Okay. Now, Rafael Diaz, is he even practicing with the team? What happened to this guy? Wearing number four. Speaking of the old number four, he's tearing it up with Nashville. He's got two assists in 12 games. He's uh, young. Doesn't make sense. Oh, we like Diaz. No, we like him. How come we take Diaz? We haven't seen him play yet. We love him. <laughs> and he's skating with McDonough. And he's out at the point on the power play. <laughs> I'd rather see him than Kevin Klein. <laughs> the best thing about Kevin Klein is, besides his acting, Kate? is that you... Never notice him. Good or bad. So, for a 5 6, that's pretty good. But I, I had predicted on Facebook that I think he will be taking over. Uh, oh, Phoebe hasn't aged well, Justin Fernando. Uh, says Mandar, who doesn't look a day over yeah. 75. Yeah. Like all of us can say that. <laughs> so I look my age and over. Uh, but, um, I mean, last night was a John Moore love fest because Ed Olchek, I never, ever forget to say this. Well, you coached him, John Moore. And John Moore has got some potential offensively. He needs to, to rush the puck more. He joins the play. I think that's what the coaches want from him. He's certainly more responsible than, uh, you know, the other guy we had in the sixth slot. But I think Diaz could... Uh, could challenge uh, more for that that offensive type guy in the sixth spot. So, but I don't know where Diaz is. They're not even giving him a chance. What's going on? Can't break this uh, this this lineup. I mean, you look at the game yesterday, Detroit. I mean, they really hemmed the Rangers in for the first two periods. They get suffocated. They get the lucky goal by Boyle. That numb nut turned around and shot and scored. I couldn't believe it. Boy, were they going on about Detroit yesterday. Oh, it was a love fest over there. Is, is it Mike Babcock? You think Mike Babcock is ever going to pass that kidney stone? No, no. <laughs> you got more chance of hearing Doc Emmerich say net instead of cage. He never says that. He just says cage all the time. 
Just call it net. Mix it up. Mix it up, Doug. Right. Oh, with the right-handed, left-handed shot. Just give it a ridiculous. They were complaining about penalties, too, in that game. Well, I've seen so many ridiculous penalties not called on the Rangers. How did... Uh, what was that? McDonough, one of the best hip checks. One of the best hip checks is uh, Dave Farish. He gets called. <laughs> for How beautiful was that hip check by McDonough? That was a thing of beauty. It was. That's old school, motherfuckers. That's right. That referee had the audacity to call that a penalty. That was art. Hockey art. Ridiculous. And there were penalties all over the place. Rangers, whatever. It was horribly officiated. Horribly officiated, but that's the norm here. Right. As as most uh, NHL games are. As Costa would right. tell you, it's but, good. Detroit winning is good for business. Yeah, well, well they didn't win. What happened? Business was bad. We beat him two in a row for the first time, what, since 1948? What was that stat they pulled out? The Rangers haven't uh, beat two, years in a, uh, two games in a row since when? I don't know. I know my dad called me before and said that they hadn't shut out Detroit since John Davidson or something like that. Yeah. I think I got that game on tape. <laughs> Chip? I think I actually do. <laughs> You know how, first of all, you know how impossible, okay, that's, that, that's a feat itself that they hadn't beaten him since J.D., but for J.D. to get a shutout, look at that. John Davidson was into that for the shutout. Infinite. J.D.'s been special tonight. Too many shots, though. Oh, Davidson has been something else tonight. All 19 saves. To play the Hardy Ostrom clip. Jim, for a goaltender to be good, he has to be lucky, and that time Hardy Ostrom was lucky. <laughs> that was the only time. Hardy Ostrom. Probably, probably two days after Chadwick said that, Hardy was on his way to Colorado and, and hockey obscurity. You got Barry Beck. He's in Bubba. China. Bubba's in Hong Kong, trying to start that Hong Kong hockey revolution. Yeah, how's that going, Barry? Now, we have Costa on hold, but before we get to that, I do not want to, I do, I would be remiss if I do not remind you to do your rant on the Oscars, because I don't, I don't want to miss this. Oh, you want to hear my rant on the Oscars? Yes, you said you had a very politically incorrect rant about the Oscars. I'm going to tell you right now what it is. All right. It's the black. This isn't racist. It's black. It's the liberalism of Hollywood is so ridiculous right now that over there, they're not recognizing good movie making because of their agenda. And I am not a right wing pundit. I'm about as liberal as they come. But when they start messing with my movies, it's, it's all over. That's where I draw the line. Why is it I have to endure every year some movie 
that has to indulge in three hours of white guilt about slavery every year. Last year it was the butler. The year before it was the help. It's Lincoln, ba ba ba, every year. Armistad, ba 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 ba. So, granted, it was a good movie, but why? That just like the chick from the help. Who? Who? Nobody knows. She's never getting another job. She's got an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Holly Berry. Oh, God. Monsters Ball. All right, that wasn't a black movie. All she did was take her clothes off. That's her, that's her, that was her acting. Terrible. What has she done? Catwoman? After that, now you got this Nairobi chick who wins for Best uh, uh, Supporting Actress in uh, the 12 Years a Slave there. She's not going to get another role. Why are you just giving it to them? Just out of pure white guilt, liberal Hollywood is giving these, these, these people accolades. It's just like with the AIDS thing. It's not a racist thing. Any agenda that Hollywood is hyping, if you're gay, got some kind of crazy sickness or malady, or whatever. It's like that joke in Tropical Thunder. It's like, you know, they, they, the Oscars will recognize, uh, you know, uh, if you're you know, mentally impaired, you've got a good chance of being nominated. But you can't go full mentally impaired because that's like my sister Sam, you know. She, you know, what you call it, didn't get an Oscar for that. But you can go semi-retard, but you, you're good. You can't go you full go, retard. You never go full retard. Never go re- exactly. So uh, I just, I am just sick to death of the same thing happening every year. They have to have a... a it's, it's, it's just, it's so predictable. Now, I'm sure 12 Years of Slow, uh, you know, was, is a great movie, a good movie. I saw the movie, it was good, it wasn't great. You're not telling me a story that I haven't seen since 1976, 77 with Roots, okay? I'm seeing the same thing. But when a guy comes up with an original screenplay, and then, oh, huh, and then this, oh, I couldn't believe it. Best director, the idiot from Gravity. Was it direct? It was all CGI. There were three people in the movie. And a bunch of space garbage. <laughs> How does that guy win his best director? I don't even know who was that. <laughs> 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 Jerry Rosen. <laughs> Sam? <laughs> what happened? Why is that insulting differently able? Differently able? Is that a new word politically correct? That was the... Oh, there's George Carlin joke there, too. Hey, what happened? My best friend has um, uh, MBA, so don't tell me about that. He knows for an Oscar, too. <laughs> Captain Ron. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Hot gravity. What did he direct? I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's just so disgusting. I know it's Hollywood. It's only a stupid thing, but I take movies seriously. 
I like Gravity too, but did you say, wow, what directing? I, he's really got Sandra Bullock into a role of being lost in space. Not like the old show, which that's a classic TV. Anyway, so I, I, I just I feel like it's the same regurgitated crapola every year now. It's even Argo. Like last year, Argo was best picture. Now, good movie. Do I think it was the best picture? No, but it has an agenda behind it. It's you know it's it's got a liberal agenda behind it. Listen, I'm a liberal. But I don't. I think it's unfair when it comes to movies to be judging on that. So anyway, that was my semi. Hey, listen, I got nothing against black people. I got nothing against anybody. Tip on the fans. But the thing is, just stop with the formula over and over and go and, and 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 recognize good filmmaking. Now you can ask me who. What did I want to win Best Picture? I liked uh, American Hustle. It captured the arrow. Excuse me while I whip this out. It had an ending that I didn't... You know, I knew how the slavery thing was going to end. After 12 years, he was going to be free. I mean, you know, I walked in the movie. Okay, you're getting beat. You're getting every race. I mean, if they see it again and again and again. Going <sighs> sick. All right, this is a hockey show. And for once, Cutter, you're right. You dummy. <laughs> oh, I, don't where, I don't even know where to go from there. That's funny. Did you hear his speech? Oh, my God. What This guy, I mean, I think he's a great actor, but he is full of himself. You know, when I thought... Uh, you know, everybody had a hero when they grew up. And, uh, I know it's a little hillbillyish from Matthew McConaughey, but this is what's coming out. Uh, you know, uh, uh, my hero is uh, myself. Yeah, myself in 10 years. That's what I strive to be. A man. Matthew in 10 years. And then after that. So basically, you take my hero is me. Right. Shut up, you egomaniac. Shut up. True detective. Great series. Right? His speech was ridiculous. What? You didn't watch True Detective? That show is great. How are you missing out? You should, I recommend that for you. Yeah, I like the memorial when they go through all the dead people. But nowadays with the Internet, you pretty much know everybody who dies. There's always a couple you forget. I forgot he died. <laughs> or or, or oh, you go, oh, he died? <laughs> thought he died years ago. Yeah, like, uh, Eddie Albert, didn't he die 20 years ago? <laughs> well, he actually died like 10 years ago. I mean, like, who, who just died recently, and, and, I, and I thought, he was, he's still alive? I didn't know he was still Who was it? They're a game show host. Man. Oh, Jim yeah, Lang, week for them. Jeff Edwards. Edwards. From, <laughs> I actually have the home version of that show. Is, uh, is Tom Kennedy still alive? <laughs> Turn the key? We had that, uh, what was the name of that game? Al Lund died many years ago. <laughs> I'm not speaking to Alan Lund. <laughs> oh, no, Jack that was Barry. Richard Dawson. I got that wrong. Joe Crash. He's in the Arrangers, of course, 
seen Rayburn long dead, dead. They buried him with that long mic. <laughs> Wink Martindale may be alive. I think he actually is still alive, that guy. I believe Wink Martindale is still alive. Sam Rosen's favorite show is, uh, let's see, Sale of the Century. Wink Martindale is 79 years old and still alive. You always look like Paul. Puppy Bags always reminded me of Eddie from Eddie from the Monsters. He had the same hairline. Tom Kennedy is still alive. Bert Cobb died. That's a brain aneurysm. Yeah, he's been dead a long time. He always annoyed me. Tattletales, great show. Bob Eubanks is still alive. This game show network chat now. What's going on? <laughs> that's your favorite. That's one of your favorite topics. Is game shows. Bob Barker's still alive. I'm Barker. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so that's what I got tonight. I don't know what else to talk about. What, what's coming up on the schedule? Uh, Carolina again tomorrow night, right? Yeah, nice schedule. I have to, I mean, really, who are these doom coughs? This league is a garage league. Mario Lemieux was right all those years ago. Don't keep right about. Hurricanes tomorrow, then uh, the Wild on Thursday, and the Jets on Friday. Oh, God. And then the Sharks on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can destroy. <laughs> Prepare to get run over. Oh. Pavelski will have three by himself. Six out of the next seven on the road for the for the Rangers. Yeah, well, they play good on the road. One of those includes the Devils. <laughs> Stephen made a good one. The Jets and Sharks. It's just like uh, a side story. Yes, sir. Jet. Oh God, Brian Callen. Oh. Oh, I want to say that freaking Stan Fischler, I saw Adam Rader posted this about uh, 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 one of his Twitter feeds, claimed, who needs Ryan Callahan when you have Dominic Moore? They're the same player. Well, he, is he just trolling, Stan? I think I Stan think so. just trolls. Yeah, I think so. Dominic Moore and Ryan Callahan, a little, little, little bit of difference there. Same person. Here, you want to talk to Coaster? Oh, yeah, let's talk to him. Oh, how the fuck are you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go tonight. What's going on, Costa? You need, you need computer work, Eddie? I'm, I, I'll, I'm, I'll help you out. I'll, I offer my services to you. What? what you, want, you want to monitor with me? You want to eat with me? Is that what you want to do? No, I want to... You got computer problems? I'll fix your computer, no problem. That's oh, what yeah. I do for a living. That's what I do. Oh, well. All right, I'll drop it off at your house. You can have a party with it. <laughs> Just don't look at my porn. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll trade porn, no problem. Oh, come on. I don't have any. I'm not into that. I, I don't have, I'm a Ranger fan. I don't have time for, for sex. <laughs> Only when the hockey season is. Only when the hockey season's over, you know. I'm like in the training, like Rocky was. Women weekend legs. Yeah, you would. 
By the way, Rocky, great movies. Uh, anyway, so uh, Costa, any observations about the New York Rangers that you can share with us in these closing moments of the show? Um, Cali, Cali yeah. can't go to hell, for one. Uh, you know why? Why? He went for the fish nagels. He don't care about the Rangers. He don't care about 13,000 fans in Madison Square Garden wearing his jersey, wearing his shirts. He didn't care. <laughs> Green is what speaks to him. Let him, let him go to, let, let him make $7 million in Buffalo and he can lose it close to home. That's right. Him and Drury can open their uh, pizzeria and uh, sub shop combo. <laughs> Whatever they want to do. Both of them. Bye-bye. <laughs> you don't love New York? You don't love the fans? You could have taken $5 million. They probably would have given him $5 million, you think? Uh, hey, you know, sure. who, who brought this up? Did somebody bring this up last? They never think ahead. If you stay a ranger for life... You got a gravy train for life. That's right. <laughs> Mario brought it up. Mario, you go down as a New York legend. No. I got to go to Tampa. I need my six million. I got to be a free agent. Got to eat that extra million out. Get the fuck out of here. The rock is the rocket. Suck my rocket. <laughs> You just, you just want laughs out of me, Costa. This is what I was, just mention names and get me going. That's all you're doing here tonight. Well, San Luis, uh, you know, San Luis could play since it was 40. The, from what I know. He better play yeah. <laughs> in his 40s. Because he's a built little munchkin over there. Oh, yeah. And he seems to get on the player's skin. They were they were taking shots at him, and he he knows how to embellish uh, and get that call, uh, you know. And a veteran player like him is going to get that call, you know. And a player that puts up points like he does is definitely going to draw that kind of attention. I saw that in that last game especially. And he, for some reason, was getting under the defenseman's skin. And, uh, it was, wasn't something he was really doing on the ice. It was maybe some chirping action. I don't know. Oh, well, Howie, Howie Sussman said he's the Ichiro of the Rangers. That's a good analogy, I guess. Uh, anyway, so that's all you got for me? Yeah, hey, like I said, when, when we mind that, it's my birthday this week. Ah, we'll do something. We'll definitely do something. I'll uh, contact you on the uh, on the face. Right, right, right. What was that? What, what, what is that? He Chuck E. Cheese? He's got to coordinate your birthday party? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> said, man said, the man's a radio star. Would you, would you call up and answer? you tell him to take you out for your birthday? <laughs> he doesn't take me out for my birthday. I'm his internet radio wife. <laughs> yeah, call me Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> You got it, cracked up. How's he gonna take you out for lunch? You don't leave the house. You're like a shut-in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. 
<laughs> All right, it's your birthday. Chucky's going to come for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, happy fucking birthday. <laughs> you mook. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, God. He's crying. He's going to get little hats. and You know, you got to get the cupcake with the, with the candle in it. And... Have Chucky come over to you. Yeah, I mean, then he's got to put together a whole party. Of course, man. 43 you years old means that starts the midlife crisis. You know what I mean? Not for you. You ain't making it to 80. You would have had your midlife crisis birthday, at least a dozen my, years ago. I, I had mine at 28. I had my midlife yeah. at 28, so there you go. Yeah, we haven't mentioned Sean Avery is going to be on uh, Dancing yeah. with the Stars. See that smug little bastard? Mm. Show him backstage banging his coach. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's my man. All right. Definitely a language barrier here. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, his partner is Tom Bergeron, man. Man, I said. <laughs> we don't care. All right. I got to get out of here. I got a mambo. I got things to. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Cool. See you on the face. Total. Jim, I have to say this was a kamikaze edition of Blue Shirt Underground Radio, and I'm sorry that I went to my movie rant. And if any were offended, then I must have done something right. <laughs> Last week it was the Latinos. This week it's the blacks. I don't know who we're going to piss off next week. Maybe women. How about women? I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> All right. I got the mambo. I've got to <laughs> drink something. I'm parched. All right. Good night, Eddie. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Let's go, Reddit.